0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Your Latina Mentor podcast with your host, Isabel Restrepo, or Isabel Restrepo, as I got used to saying growing up in Minnesota, so that people would understand me. And that's actually a perfect example highlighting what this podcast is all about, where I'll be sharing experiences, tools, and resources to navigate what it means to be a woman, a Latina, an immigrant and everything in between what I like to call this human experience. Part of the inspiration for this podcast is also that I didn't have a Latina mentor growing up, and I wish that some of the things that I'm going to share with you, somebody would have shared with me. I am so happy that you are here. Welcome. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Your Latina Mentor podcast. I hope that you have also been enjoying the episodes in Spanish And I will be doing a little mix of both. I've really been enjoying doing the podcast in both languages. So I hope you're enjoying it just as much as I am. And this week, I want to touch on reflection. And we're going to have a guest. Her name is Maxine Dillon of Blue Star Guidance. I've been working with her since. The fall of 2018, which is now like four years ago. The other day I was having a conversation with her and I thought it was three years, but now I'm like, oh my goodness, it's been four years. And she has been such a supportive person in my life that my life would not be what it is today had I not started working with her. But we're, we're <laughs> I will sing all of her praises and then some when she comes on the podcast in a few weeks. And anyway, we were talking about reflection and how much my life has changed uh, in these past few years with me working with her. And it just really brought up so many things of like, wow, like, where I am where I am now is are things that I envisioned years ago are things that I envisioned and have wanted for so long and there's like um there's like a reel that I saw on Instagram where it was like I'm complaining about some of the things that I prayed to God 10 years ago or something like that and it was just like whoa yes there's also another trend that's like um Like you complain about something that has to do with your job now. And then like the one that comes to mind, it's like, oh, I wish I was like fully booked in my business for photography. And then it flashes back to a picture of their younger self, the inner child. And it's like, whoa, wait, people book you for photography? Like what? That's, you know, like giving that like, oh my God, that's what I wanted when I was little. Or like, wow, that's so cool that that's where you are now. And I just, I kind of love that, that consideration or like acknowledgement of where we've been and yes, where we want to go, but like where we are in this present moment. And I think sometimes, especially when it comes to manifestation or, you know, like, it's like, I want these things and I have these really big visions. And yes, well, all of that can be true, but like, we have to be in the present moment too. Like the, the future self, the future version of you, this future life is filled up with all of the present. I mean, the present moment is all we have, you know, like there's a whole book about this, the power of now, like <laughs> the, the, the future or the past is is a thought yet the present moment is really all that we have right now like and it always keeps growing like the present moment is always changing and that's where we get into the future and so I don't know this this conversation with Maxine just really kind of started taking this like little idea and it's kind of snowballed into like oh my goodness like how much my life has changed in these four years. And to give you some context, four years ago, I was living in Los Angeles. I was working a nine to five job. I was single. I didn't have a dog. Like my life looked so different than what it does now. And I remember sitting with Maxine and, um, doing these meditations and just kind of like envisioning what my heart truly and deeply longed for and wanted in that moment. And while the feeling is the same, the way that it's manifested is so different. Like it's so, so different. And I'll share a little bit, I guess I'll get a little vulnerable here (laughs) since we're together, but, um, Back then, and many times actually, even before my work with Maxine, like I would always, anytime that it was like future focused or like what I really wanted, I would always see me, I would see my significant other and two little boys. And we would be either like hiking or on, on the ocean in a boat, even though I get motion sickness. <laughs> We would be swimming in a pool. We would be reading books at home. Like, it just, it like, it would always be. And I haven't seen the two little boys and my partner. And I, I could never see their faces. It was always just, like, the back of their heads. But, like, the feeling was very much there. And it's always been very constant. Like, that feeling that I get when... I would do the meditations or when I would kind of like connect with my heart's desire, the, the feeling would always kind of be the same. And now that I'm reflecting on what my life feels like right now, even though I don't have, you know, a partner with two children, (laughs) the, the feeling is so it's the same. It's the same feeling, even though it's manifested so differently now that's not to say that I might not end up with a husband and two boys like I don't know maybe I will (laughs) maybe that will happen in the future I don't know but but the feeling that like feeling of that higher self that higher self is that version of you that just knows it's like yes like right now the present moment may be tough but that higher self version just knows that like everything is good and that it's gonna be okay and There's certain and there's just no doubt and it's just like very anchored and very powerful and very, I don't know, just like, it just knows, right? This, This version of the higher self, which we have access to all the time. It's not this like, this... Place or person or this version of me that I'm gonna jump line to, and all of a sudden wake up tomorrow and be that person. no, I have access to that higher self right now. It's just that in those moments of doubt or uncertainty it's it's that reassurance that like no this this other version of me, this higher version of me this this version of me that is so certain they know, and so and I'm getting on a tangent now because I'm like. I used to prescribe so much about timeline jumping, but there's no way you're going to wake up tomorrow and just have a completely different life. Like, that just, like, doesn't work. (laughs) Or, I mean, if you, if that has worked for you, if, like, all of a sudden you wake up tomorrow and it's just a completely different life, like, let me know how you did that. (laughs) Because that has not worked for me. (laughs) but when i access the higher self when i access that part of me that knows it does feel like the quote unquote timeline jump it's like i don't have to be in the space of uncertainty anymore i can go into that space of of just knowing and trusting and so when i reflect back two, four years ago, when I reflect back even to freaking like four months ago, I mean, at the beginning of May, I had no idea what was in store for me later that month. That was the month I met my um, significant other. I mean, so many things changed in that month for me that I had no idea, like I had no idea in the moment. Yet in the moment, I was really cultivating that feeling of certainty and knowing and and connecting with my higher self on a whole other level where it's like the new normal. And I think when we talk about manifesting, it's like, it's, it's not the timeline jump. It's not that all of a sudden, everything's going to be so different from one day to another. It's like, oh, the good things, the small things, that's the new normal. That's the new, like, um, threshold. And there's a book, it's called The Big Leap, where you, yeah, it's like you, I, I'm trying to remember the name of the author, but that's not relevant now. I'll put it in the show, in the description of the podcast notes. But um, he talks about like, let's say that you get a promotion at work and because you're not used to this new level of feeling good, you come home and then you just have an argument like with your partner about something stupid because it's like, oh, your nervous system isn't used to that new level of good. So it's really training that that version of you in this present moment that the good things that come in are the new normal so that you can get in deeper connection with that higher self if that I I really hope that you're following with me here and, and really tapping into that quote unquote timeline in the now where it's not this future thing. It's, oh no, the new normal can feel really good right now. And I think that has been key for me through the power of reflection. Like where was I four months ago? Where was I a year ago? Where was I two years ago? I mean, my life looked so different even just a year ago, like, (laughs) you know, like I was living in the mountains earlier this year out of the city, you know, it just so many things on the outside look different. And also on the inside, I think sometimes too, when we think about reflection, it's not just the outside, it's. Okay, what is what is the internal in, internal <laughs> the internal dialogue? What is the the nervous system? What does my body feel like when good things come in? What does my mind chatter sound like? My mom, my mind chatter sounds so different than what it did 4 years ago, and I want to just take a pause like I meditate so I can navigate my mind chatter a little bit easier. And it's not so harsh. That's why I meditate not like, oh, it's to totally clear up space in my mind. And while yes, that is true, like, let's, like, ease up on the mind chatter. But it's also like, oh, if I'm having mind chatter, what is the mind chatter about? It's not about totally erasing it like if you're into human design there's nine different centers one of them is the crown one of them is the ajna so if you have either of these defined you're going to have mind chatter all the time because you, you you're defined that's the energy that you're putting out into the world and so it's okay for you to have mind chatter it's not like a bad thing it's just navigating okay what are the thoughts that are happening inside of my mind or is this healthy? Is this supportive? Is this harsh? And through this exercise of reflecting where I've been the past four years, and even before, like even even beyond the four years of working with Maxine, it's really been like, oh, my mind chatter has really and deeply transformed. Like it has, it, it looks so different. And the moment that I Now, as I'm saying this out loud, I'm like, oh, I really became aware of my mind chatter when I did the Vipassana 10 day silent meditation retreat in India in 2014, where you are it's all about mindfulness and it's all about being really present in the moment being really aware of your body, being really aware of if a thought comes into my mind, what kind of thought am I having? If my mind is a garden, is this, is this thought and this, yeah, is my mind feeding the garden? Is it watering the flowers? Or is it like a weed that's taking over and killing everything? And so this reflection of, oh my goodness, how much Can things change in a short amount of time and even throughout the years? I think for me, doing the 10-day Vipassana meditation, silent meditation, was life-changing. I mean, talk about reflection. Like, I fully realized, like, oh my goodness, I'm driving myself insane with all of my thoughts. Like, (laughs) how can I how can I work with my thoughts? How can I be an ally with my thoughts versus having them kind of control me and take over and obsess? And now that's not to say that I never have the mind chatter that takes over. Oh yeah, I do. I've been planning, um, travel. I'm going to a friend's wedding in Italy in, well, I travel. Well, by the time this episode airs, I will have already started my travel, but, um, and it's so funny because i notice myself it's like the mind takes over and it's like well i have to look up this hotel and it has to be the best one so i'm going to read all of the reviews what is in the area and i just like oh my goodness like the like my mind takes over and it's just like it goes on a, a heyday. like it's like well, okay <laughs> But I noticed that and sometimes I let my mind do that because it's just that's the process that it needs to go through. But I remember as I reflect back on like personal relationships and how dark of a place it could go when I let my mind chatter go that way or in in work, like, yes, I can use the way that my mind chatter kind of develops in a positive way. So if I'm thinking about problem solving or a campaign or all of the different pieces that need to work together in order for a marketing campaign to launch, for example, or if I'm building a new course or if I'm, you know, so many things, um, the, I can use that mind chatter in like a positive way. And I've totally lost the, (laughs) I had a point to this, I swear. (laughs) But I have just like, you see what happens? The mind just like takes over and it's like, I get so excited to talk about all of these things, but oh yeah. Okay. So like reflecting, like reflecting on the changes, not so much or not only the external world, but how much change has happened internally. And I think sometimes When we talk about manifestation or when we reflect back on like, okay, where am I? We look so much to the external of like, well, where am I working and who is around me and where am I living? But really, well, yes, all of that is important. If you're trying to manifest like a new job, for example, and you've been at the same job for three years, like, okay, that's going to like, it's going to be some sort of level of importance. But I think when we talk about reflection, it's like, okay, where was I emotionally four years ago, four months ago, eight years ago, 12 years ago, and noticing the growth that way too. There's a saying like when the internal changes, the external changes, or like, I'm not, that's not the right quote, but it's like when your internal self changes that's when you're going to see it reflected on the outside world. Yes, it's something like that. And so, for example, if you're wanting to have a significant other, yet the internal thoughts are always the same, the limiting beliefs are always the same, the feeling of unworthiness is always the same, that's the internal process that's happening, then the outside it's going to stay that way. You're not going to see that beautiful significant other next to you. It's going to be like, you know, just the same thing over and over again. And so, it's I think when when we do this exercise of reflection, it's like, "Oh yeah, look how far I've come actually. Look at the things that I've wanted, As a kid and how they're reflected now. And I've mentioned before that this podcast was inspired by that younger self of mine of like sitting in my bed, laying down on my bed with a little tape recorder in my room by myself singing into the tape recorder and like talking into the tape recorder. And now I do this for fun in my home office with my microphone, you know, like it just, it's an extension of that. And so how to connect with that part of you that wants to do that thing or that wants to do that change or wants that new job or wants that new partner, you know, like really reflecting on, okay, where, where have I been kind of stuck in the mud? <laughs> where, have, where have I been stuck in the mud? And where have I thrived? Where have I changed? Or even if it's just like a little step forward, again, like we're not going to timeline jump where all of a sudden tomorrow you're just a completely new person with a totally new life. Like I, that's not really... How things work. It's the small steps that lead us there. And so reflecting on what were the, you know, what were the four months ago, four weeks ago? I mean, like, I feel like I change so much every day. I'm really going through this like internal process in my relationship, in my business, in the way that I relate with family boundaries. Oh my goodness. Like if I even just reflect on how my boundaries have changed in the last oh definitely the last four years, definitely the last four months, definitely the last week. <laughs> I mean, my dad was here visiting, my sister was here, everyone was here in Colombia. Well, not everyone, a large majority of us were here, and it was like, okay, how do I how do I navigate time to work, navigate time to be with family, navigate time to be with my partner. How do I prioritize prioritize these things? How do I prioritize myself so that I'm taking care of myself first and foremost? I mean, talk about all of the lessons and, and reflecting on how different that looks now than when it did when I was little or even like a year ago or even, at the beginning of 2020, when I was living with my family again, due to COVID and the unexpected seven months that I was in Florida or however long, like boundaries look so different yet. Yeah, that's all an internal process, right? But if I don't do something about the internal, then the outside is not going to reflect that. And and really just becoming aware of that. And the, I don't know, like sometimes I I hear clients or friends and they're just like, I wish I was at this point, you know, like I want all of these things, but I'm not there yet. And I mean, I do this too sometimes where it's like, I have these really big visions, but I'm not there yet. But like, let's take a pause and look in the present moment of like, oh man, where was I before? And look at me now, look at me where I'm at now. Look at these Boundaries and these spaces where I've grown so much and how can I honor that? How can I honor that present moment of where I am right now? I think it's safe to say with this practice of reflection, naturally we're gonna be drawn to gratitude of like, oh yeah, like I am grateful for where I'm at in this moment. And for me, In human design, I'm a 3-5 profile, which is really, if you're new to human design, this is kind of like the the role that you play in this lifetime, kind of like the process that you go through. And for me, that, that third line, the three, is all about trial and error. It's all about experimenting. And reflection has been really powerful for me because sometimes I feel like I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing this over and over again. And like, why isn't this quote unquote working? But if I reflect back on every experience that I've had, every relationship that's quote unquote failed, I can find this level of gratitude because it's brought me to this present moment. And it's funny, I I go on walks with my aunt and sometimes we'll, we'll just be like chatting about life. And then I'll ask, You know, these like deep questions. And she's like, what? Where is this coming from? Like, (laughs) how do you think of all these things? Talk about like projector magic of like just asking deep questions. But one of them has been like, if you could go back in time and change something in your life, what would you change? And I mean, I asked myself this question too, but because my life is always going to be and has been this like, trial and error process, like it would be impossible to choose something because there's always a lesson. There's always a lesson in whatever that encounter was, whether it was something that felt really good or something that was really hard. And so for a long time, for example, like I used to think that I was unworthy of love because I used to live in a shelter when I was younger with my family. And I just thought I was like, so ashamed of that. And I thought I was so unlovable because of it. And the lesson for a long time was like, no, like, I need to just accept that that's something that happened. There's nothing to be ashamed of. If a friend came to me sharing their story, like, would I react the same way? Hell no. Like, why am I being so hard on myself now with that? And so the lesson for that, that reflection was first, okay, I, really learning self love that self worth that compassion taking care of my younger self and then after that kind of first initial lesson it's like okay how do i learn to be in relationship with somebody else have them know these things about me and still and still accept their love and find myself lovable in that way and so really reflecting on what are all these things that have gone through my life that have happened and how can i how can i really love myself in that process even now like when i think about relationships even this past year like last year oh man like my relationship looked so different than what it does now i was dating somebody else it was so like not good not healthy talk about lack of boundaries and and me really having to go through that like yes it was really hard and it was really shitty and when it ended i was so sad but like i think i really had to go through that to be able to learn the lesson of okay what am i available for what am i really am i going to really honor myself and what i bring to the table or am i going to continue this pattern of like you know connecting with people who are emotionally unavailable, Of av- emotionally unavailable. I don't know what is happening with my mouth today, but I cannot pronounce things. <laughs> so bear with me. But all that to say, if I reflect back on it all, it's like, it's part of the process. It's part of the experiment of life. It's part of being in that present moment knowing that connection to my higher self yet still like just having to go through it because you, you then get to learn to choose for you choose as your higher self, choose that quote unquote timeline that you want to be on. So while the quote unquote timeline that I wanted to be on in terms of relationship, I would say that I'm in that now. I, had to go through all of the steps that it took to get there and and the experiences with people up until this point and that I will continue to have with this new significant other, with this person that has really taught me the lessons of like how to receive love, how to have healthy relationship, how to have healthy connection, how to have healthy and deep trust on a whole other level that I think had I not gone through all of the really shitty experiences, I wouldn't be able to to really see it and experience it and value it now to the level that I do. <laughs> all of that to say, I think really the reflection is all about noticing the steps and really being compassionate with yourself even in the moment of, oh man, I knew better. And it's okay, like in the moment, even though we know better, that's what we choose and that's all right. Like, (laughs) I think that's part of it. But getting to the point of I'm going to choose me and I'm gonna choose this transformation for myself, I'm gonna choose this higher self in this present moment and really being a present that's filled with the dreams of your future so that you're not always living in future mode. It's, I can enjoy this present moment now. And yes, you're going to have so many wonderful things that you're going to manifest in the future. And then think about, you know, four years ago, four months ago, whatever timeline you want to reflect back on and where you are now, how amazing, like look at the growth and If for some reason your inner critic is coming out and it's like, well, you're still there. That inner critic, even though it might be really harsh, there's a part of it that is trying to take care of you. So if you all of a sudden are reflecting and you're hearing like a nagging version or something, know that that's okay. Like that part of you is wanting to keep you safe. Maybe the way that it goes about it is not the greatest because it's like being harsh and that critical voice and like, but embrace that. That's the part of you that needs a little bit of attention. And so really just taking the moment to reflect on your life up until this point, what are the things that you've dreamed of that have manifested? What are some things that you have implemented in your life that you wanted to months ago and now you do. That could be a simple habit as like stretching in the morning when I wake up. I mean, it it can be something that seems so small yet has made a huge difference. Like for me the the when was that? So I was living in LA and I started implementing a morning meditation practice a consistent morning meditation practice. And my life changed so much, even just sometimes when I'm traveling and or when I'm with my significant other or when we're like on a family vacation. And it's like, if I just take the five minutes to myself, that makes the world of difference. And when I'm alone, yes, sometimes that practice looks way longer, you know, an hour, however long it may be. Or sometimes it's just the five minutes that I give myself in the morning before I interact with the world that has tremendously changed my life. And it can be it can be seen as something so small as like, I'm just going to lay here for five minutes with the attention all of my all to myself without it without before I go and interact with the world. And that can seem so small, but it's made such a difference. Such a, such a, like, huge difference. The other thing is, like, I started stretching. And, not, and I don't mean, like, yoga. I mean just, like, a, a daily stretch. It can be five minutes. It can be 20 minutes. Just, like, my body gets a little bit crunchy. And so if I start, or when I started implementing this, like, Daily stretch. my body feels so different now, so different. and that that was started a few months ago. That was like since I think April is when I started working with a homeopathic doctor and he one of, one of his homeworks to me was like to stretch on the daily. and it's true. and when I don't stretch because this is still a new habit that I'm forming, when I don't stretch, I really feel it. I really notice it. So it's like, okay, let me. Let me connect with myself. Let me make these changes. Let me quote unquote jump on that timeline where I do stretch every day. And sometimes I, some days I do, and some days I don't. I was going to say sometimes and some days, and then it came out like some teams. <laughs> sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't, but it's getting in the practice of that, right? So that the present can be filled with the dreams of your future in the present moment. And it's not just this far away thing, this far away place it's, oh, my present moment can feel really good. And my present moment now is what I've dreamt about years ago or months ago or, you know, when I was little. And the power of that, like the power of that reflection, I think is just so cool and wonderful and just like, you know, life makes sense backwards. <laughs> That's what they say. And it totally does. It's like, oh, yeah, that really is or that really has been, or this is the area where I still need to nurture and heal and tend to. It's like, oh, the garden is so beautiful, the garden of my life, or the garden of my mind is so beautiful, yet there's this little patch that I'm not tending to worry I'm not tending to very well, whether that's it needs a little bit more water, or maybe it's getting too much sunlight, or I need to replenish the soil, whatever it may be it's an indicator and we're always going to have these different areas where okay this is this is where it's going to be a little bit more tough to to connect with that part of me but that's okay i mean that's part of being human i think there's no way that you would always have it all figured out and every area of your garden of your life or your mind is 100% perfect i don't i also don't think that's possible i think that's when we reach that level, then we die. And then we go on to the next phase of whatever, you know, our soul journey is going to do. But I think through this human experience, it's like, okay, I'm always going to be tending to this garden and this and this experience. And so I leave you with this question of if your wildest dreams came true one year from now, what would be true for you? Like if, if something was like, I have this really big dream and it came true in a year from now or even less, what would that be for you? And i really, I'm, I'm so curious to know what that is. Like, please email me your answer. I want to know. You can email me at hola, H-O-L-A at com. Like I'm so curious to know for me. Oh, ooh, this is a good question for me now. And then in a year from now, I'll listen to this episode and reflect back. Oh, oh my God, I'm going to put this on my calendar. Like I'm going to set this question, answer it, and then put a reminder a year from now to reflect back on it and see what happens. Oh my God, yes, that is exciting. Okay. <laughs> what would be true for me if my wildest tree, dreams came true one year from now? Hmm. This is good. I would say I've always wanted to buy land here in Colombia, like have a piece of land and build a home. So in my wildest dreams, if my wildest dreams came true one year from now, it would be that I would have this piece of land. And I'm saying this now, September 18th, 2022, 2022, Oh my God, exciting. Let's see what happens a year from now or even before that. This is exciting. I want to know what your wildest dreams are and if it came true in a year, what would that be? Ooh, this is fun. So I guess to reflect back on a little bit of that in terms of like living situation, when I was little, I remember I I left Minnesota when I was seven. Since then, I have always wanted to live in Medellin, like not just have this piece of land or this piece of property, but like just live here, live here on my own, in my own space, in my own place. And I'm doing that now. And so how, like, if I reflect that way, it's like, whoa, that's so amazing. And then a year from now, we're going to reflect back and see where we are. And I'm like giddy just thinking about it I am so excited. (laughs) Yes, I am so excited. So, okay, we're going to wrap up this episode for today. I leave you with that. Reflect on what you have wanted for your life up until this point. Where are the areas where you've truly grown and even surpassed the things that you've wanted? That could be a job, that could be a partner, that could be, you know, having the energy to roller skate every day. I don't know, whatever that thing is for you that you at one point really wanted and you're at that point now. And just like really celebrate yourself in that. Really acknowledge yourself in that process and in that reflection. And yes, I leave you with that. So thank you so much for joining me and I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Your Latina Mentor podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving a review and sharing it with friends and family. If we aren't friends on social media yet, go check out Instagram at Your Latina Mentor or check out the website, yourlatinamentor.com. And we will see you on the next episode. Talk soon.